I thought I was being punked. It was the worst thing I've ever seen, performance-wise, that made it to television. What? And then the, Did everybody have diarrhea? And they were all <laughs> trying to hold it in? Because it felt like that. There's so many sketches, too, where it was like, it feels like everybody is, is like, holding back something awful that's going yeah. on inside their bodies. And they're just like, we, we have no substitutes. Everybody's, everybody's diarrhea. Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is a meaties episode of Cheaties Podcast. It's just Lace and I talking shit. Or it's a shredded mini cheats. It's whatever you want it to be in your heart. It's formally a catch-up app. We're just chit-chatting in betwixt our, our uh, bi-weekly, bi-monthly episodes with a guest. Bipolar episodes with Bipolar guests. Bipolar episodes with guests. Thank you for clarifying. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a little manic when I tried to say it. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. What a weekend. What a time. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a performer. What a time to consume entertainment. Did you do you see anything interesting this weekend while you were on the road, Catherine? Uh, yeah, I was, I was with Spade this weekend. It's very fun. We did Colorado Springs and uh, Sacramento. Dude, I... I... So like Denver Colorado Springs is what an hour hour and a half from Denver mm-hmm. that crowd mm-hmm. was so fun Denver yeah. is one of my favorite cities I think Denver and the surrounding areas of Denver like Fort Collins which I'm yeah. going to spring 2024 and nice. uh that whole area even like kind of west coasty like Seattle Portland those crowds I are amazing love, those are my yes. favorite crowds I think Spokane Upper- like Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The upper, uh, like, or whatever they call that, the Pacific Northwest, like that area. And then I guess, I don't know if Colorado is considered part of that, but agreed. I would love to spend way more time out there. I think it's just because people you think the elevation like, and they're chill. Well, I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I'm but not we, to talk shit and like, but we were in, we were like uh, in New York the last time I was with them. And then, you know, I was in LA doing shows like Venice Beach in Santa Monica. And it's just like, you do shows there and like the people just they're staring at you with a half smile mm-hmm. and you're like, do you, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's sort of always there's entertainment shoved at them 24 seven, or if they don't, if they have, they take pills that block emotions <laughs> so they don't wrinkle or what it is. But like it, I don't know. I think when you get more into like middle America it, the, the crowds are so much more fun because they're I real. I could people. not agree with you more. I think that's, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it is a combination of those things. I think they are, yes, they see so much entertainment and they're just so much more, I guess, judgmental or whatever of entertainment because they see so much. Yeah, and somebody a said lot, it. A lot of them are artists too, is what I was going to say right. too. Is, is like, I think that's Yeah, what somebody it is. said that. Somebody said that to me. So they kind of cross their arms like, they almost have a I can do that attitude. Mm-hmm. Or the I also like, do this attitude, which we I feel like like if if you and I were to sit down and we were to watch uh a, like a Netflix special of a comic, mm-hmm. we know how the sausage is made. We do this every night. Mm-hmm. We 
can see, we can appreciate cleverly written jokes and setups. A lot of us see a lot of the callbacks before they happen. So when they happen, Mm. we're like, oh, that was clever. That was good. That's what I would have done. Or, ooh, I didn't think about that. But we're not like laughing out loud. I mean, when's the last time Mm. you watched, no matter how good it was, when's the last time you watched a special and you like guffawed? Yeah. No, you're great. I, you know? I, I had to talk about two specials, three specials I watched recently, but one I watched last night where I, oh, my mouth was almost open because I was like, this is phenomenal. I didn't really laugh out loud that much. Right. Are you talking about Beth's? No. Well, I was about to say last night I watched Mark Maron's. I hadn't watched it Oh, yet. I haven't from, seen Mark's. From Bleak to Dark, I think it's called. It's on HBO. Oh, All right, I'm gonna write my that God, Lace. Oh, my God. You, you're going to love it. Mark you, Maron. You will, I think you're going to cry at some bits, some oh, parts, no. oh, but my. it is, no, I, you're, I, it, uh, I was like, cause going back to what I was saying before, like I was doing, you know, I went back to New York and I was doing like some showcase shows in New York and LA and by no means am I saying this, like I'm some veteran comic, but I was like getting frustrated cause I was like, I feel you know, you're doing shows at like 11 o'clock for dudes, mm-hmm. for like bros, you know, and you feel like the only stuff that's going to get them is like dirty stuff that like shits right. on them. And like, you can't tell like a genuine story that they're right. like, they'll be bored or whatever. And you're like, fuck, that's not, I don't, I feel like I'm just doing, the only thing I could do is surface level shit to really sure. get any feedback. And then you watch Mark and you're like, oh, this is the shit I like. This is yeah. what I really, it is so fucking, it is. He is uh, masterful and like just just genuine. Oh, I can't. It's so genuine and good, and and he almost gets into things where you think it's you're like, dude, what are you doing? And then the way he pulls it off is is mm-hmm. beautiful. It's so good. Week before he I watched Bastelling, he's a genius. Yes, yeah, he yeah, very much yeah. is. Um, week yeah. before I watched Bastelling and first special in a long time, I was doubled over laughing. Like I, I laughed, laughed out loud. Out loud. It was, I laughed that, out loud at at multiple points in her set, and that, I've seen her a thousand story, times. The story Which about one? her mom teaching the, the uh, music class to the kids. Yes. Oh, oh God, oh God! I tell people that I go and go watch it. And just know when she gets into the story, by the end of it, you're, if you're not laughing, you need to be put down. Uh, that was the part that I literally, but that's my point is like the whole special I loved. I lo- And I just was so grinning many. ear to ear, grinning ear to ear, watching the whole thing. And I cackled at that part, fucking yes. cackled. And so much of her dad's stuff too. And the raccoon uh. shit, like the build on, cause she's talked about the raccoon stuff in the past. And this was like a whole new level of it. I mean, I- yeah. Him taking the raccoon out in the, like, taking them out, <laughs> dropping the mouth out in the woods and shit. I can't. I mean, it's just not, I mean, it, it's so good. It's so good. So The guy, Tim, her funny. talking about hitting on the guy when she was a kid. Yeah. And he was a teenager. She had a crush on him. I can't. And then yeah, him being there, and so the, I can't. I can't. She, uh. Just good stuff. Man, yeah. that was funny. Hers was good. Hers was, um, <laughs> she's completely opposite of Mark. Like, hers is just, like. Yeah. Just, just solid, uh, humor. Like, you, I mean, it, you know, I'm not oh, solid, yeah. like, like, it's just, it makes you so happy and yeah. like, and yeah. just feel good. Oh God. She is just, and also she's somebody, it's so comforting to watch because she's so laid back and confident oh. 
and, and she doesn't like, rely on any bells and whistles no, at all. Just no. I mean, she she did the purest, and not no offense to anybody else because I love all types of comedy. I know we, we you and I both do like, and we can a- appreciate no matter how you know much we right know what they're doing and can see what they're doing from a mile away. But like, I do genuinely, that I, I agree with you. When I was watching that, I was like, this reminds me that you can just do stand up comedy. You can right. just you wear all black. The sh- yes. That's right. You can stand and in the same little vicinity. You don't have to have super high energy for a huge, ju- I mean, that was a huge crowd. Like, she was so chill, so chill. And those, jo- I mean, the pacing was so damn good. It was, I-, I kept wondering, like, I wonder how many times she filmed this. And she probably only did She said it, two- one take. She said one. One show. That's so great. I yeah. texted her, like, well, what it would have been, I think, 3 a.m. <laughs> in L.A. I texted yeah. her because I was, I couldn't. I had watched it the night before. I started watching it the night before and then finished it that morning on the plane and I couldn't help it. I was like, if I don't text her right the second to tell her that this is one of the best things I've ever watched in my life, then I'm going to, like, I better do it right now. And I didn't give a shit. Yeah. And I told her, I was I was like, I know it's the middle of the night, but this is so fucking good. Yeah. I God. loved hers. She loved her. that point. around yes. pretty fast. She had just put one out yeah. on HBO she, during the pandemic, like mm-hmm. 2020 or 2021. That's right. So it was a really yep. fast turnaround. Yeah. God. And we geez. had just oh, so by the way, go listen go listen to her episode, y'all. Go listen to Messy Bessie, uh, her episode that she did with us. Um, because she's just an incredible she's just so funny. But she was as chill on her special as she was on the episode of Cheaties that she did from her room. Like she's always she's chill just the like best. That. But Yeah. But my point and is was- like we also are capable I mean, we're also guilty of watching something really, really good and just going like, yeah. That's awesome. That's good. That's great. And so I do feel like just to circle back to what you were saying, I feel like those are the audiences in places like, cause they're more discerning. That's the word in New York and LA. They appreciate it, but they're not going to like double over because they're like you said, middle America and especially like the Southeast and stuff, they're working all, all day. They don't go out mm-hmm. and get to see entertainment all the time or every mm-hmm. night and they're exhausted and they get their one night off for every six months or every year and they're ready to party. Yeah. And laugh at so every true. little thing, you know, cause they're not sitting yeah. at home watching a bunch of Netflix specials in a row or seeing them live on stage. You know, they haven't had time yeah. to do that for themselves. Not saying people don't work hard on the, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Right. No, that makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. What's the other special? So you said Mark, you said Beth, you said who else? Oh, I watched uh, Joe Liss on YouTube. Oh, Another so one funny. where so also funny. what he turns around, he does, he does a new hour. It feels like every uh, year, but the way yeah. the thing I love love watching about his is I appreciate it so much as a comic because yeah. it genuinely felt like you were just watching him do his hour at a club and just ha- so happened yeah. to record it and put it out because he had so it was so fun like he had so many comments where he was like by the end like this you know the last third he's like so I feel like it's finally picked up you guys really weren't giving it to me in the beginning and now I feel it's like just like what you would do up. at a club. Yeah. And it's like, he recorded his special like that, like with a crowd that I was watching it being like, the audience is not giving what this is, giving what they should be giving. And it was so funny how he just put that out. I feel like so many people are perfectionists. So either like, no, that wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted was retape. And it was so fun to watch him. Like he has so many bits. Why 
minutes or moments where he he kind of goes off on a riff or something happens in the crowd and he he kind of riffs on it and he goes clip it and uh and he's just ah! about how all that matters funny. is about the clips now and it's That's not about right. the hour uh but That's it right. is a- another special where he's so casual mm-hmm. it's just like here's my material i put out it's not like this curated perfect uh uh like deep i it's just it it's it's just like a jet you you're gonna appreciate it so much as a comic to watch him yeah i love uh, joe list i've yeah, always been a huge fan of his he is such a good writer yeah such a good writer and he's a but comics he's a, comic i feel like like yeah all those but all it, three of those people are yeah it is yeah. along the same lines as beth is, is it's um all three of these are really different but his is like uh it's just good funny ass jokes it's just funny ass stories it's oh he's great um okay yeah so these are some well some great some some great specials we just watched stuff that that definitely highly recommend go watch those and then i so i think we both saw it this weekend uh just watched it last night shows and i just watched it yesterday morning on the plane flying back from florida and uh because i was like you know what I'm just going to, I don't want to catch up. It happened last night. I'm excited. There's been a writer's strike for how many months? Seven? I think Seven so. months? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And, and I was like, oh my God, SNL's back. And I want to preface this with, I am a die hard SNL fan. I have, I've seen every single episode that's come out since I have been alive because I and I've gone back and watched everything that came out from 1975 through up till I was 10 years old, so I could make sure. And over the over the years, I've made sure I've seen every single existing episode of SNL. I catch it every single season. I argue with people. I have argued. I have been in bar arguments. Which bar arguments? Oh, those. I need to write that down. That's stupid. That's funny. I've been in so That's many good. bar arguments. Good. Um, Thank you. You know I love a pun. You know I love a yeah. pun. But I, I have, I will fight to the death about, because when people go, oh, SNL's been shit for years. It was good back in, and then insert whatever years that they were in high school or college. People just, right. they connect to a certain time in their life, and they remember it being funny then because they weren't adults yet, and they weren't paying bills yet, and so that was a magical time in their life. After life went on, they didn't pay attention to SNL anymore, and then by the time they tuned back in, they don't get it. They don't get the references. They don't get, they right. don't know who the new cast is. It's not Will Ferrell. It's not Bill Murray. It's not who they grew up mm-hmm. with, so they hate it. They don't like it because they haven't been paying attention. Well, any of us who've been watching and never stopped watching, we know who the new cast members are. And, and I give them the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, dude, you have no idea. They turn this shit around in three days. It's crazy how they do what they do. And they've had seven months off to to do to plan and do this. And I'm going to say something I've never said in my life. This episode of SNL. I, I, I don't know. It, it, had, it had two redeeming moments and that was it. And I can usually at least stand behind at least half of the programming. And if nothing else, if there's a, there's always just a couple sketches that fall and it maybe at least the musical guests will be good. So I want to start there. I, I, I didn't even see I'm her. I'm a Was massive that fan of female. I am a massive fan of female rappers. I have never, and I am talking about even the, concluding the Ashley Simpson 
uh, debacle where we caught her lip syncing 15 years ago. I have never seen a worst musical guest performance back to back in my life on any late night show and especially including SNL as bad as Ice Spice was. I I didn't even see it. It They didn't include it. I watched it on Peacock. It wasn't even part of. I saw it on Peacock. They probably, I watched both of the things. So did they remove it off of Peacock because it was so bad? Go to the comments, Catherine. If you go on Instagram and go to SNL, go to NBC SNL, the thing and go, go through the comments under both of her performances. It is unanimous that it is the worst thing that ever happened on the show. I have, I mean, I I need you. I cannot believe you didn't see it. I thought we were going to start there. I thought you were going to talk about how bad that was. I didn't see that. You must. Okay. This is all right. Well, I know this is not a visual podcast, but she's standing there and she's mumbling to this awful song that I've heard on the radio, but, or on the, you know, internet or whatever. And she's just like mumbling the same four lines over and over for about two minutes. I mean, the performance is like two minutes long. It is the shortest thing I've ever seen. And she's just standing there and she just touches her hair and then just like wiggles her butt, like, the slowest amount and then sticks out her tongue and then it's the, I thought I was being punked. It was the worst thing I've ever seen performance wise that made it to television. What? And then the, you the go, second performance you go, was did everybody, bad. did everybody have diarrhea and they were all <laughs> trying to hold it in? Cause it felt like that. There's so many sketches too, where it was like, it feels like everybody is is like <laughs> holding back something awful that going yeah. on inside their bodies, and they're just like, we we have no substitutes. Everybody's everybody's diarrhea, so we just have to sh- yeah. we just clench our butts together and survive this four minute sketch or whatever. And like, because it was like, what's happening? What's it's, happening? It's- that sketch with old dude buried under the sand. That was the was opening it, sketch, wasn't it? After the no, monologue? it was later. It was later in the show. It wasn't the opening one. But okay, it was. so I must have watched it in out of order on people. I was like, the best were, of course, another "Please Don't Destroy." That was a great. Sketch. "Please Don't Destroy" was great. It always um, is. Love it. That Pete's, was so funny. Them being like young Def Jam comics, yes, hilarious. That was start, great. Let's start with Pete's pre, um, his pre-show speech. Beaut. I mean, I cried. I cried. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then he went into his monologue and the model. So I guess that was the cold open. That's what they used for cold open. So they did the, the cold open with his speech about his dad who he lost in nine 11 and Holy shit, dude, that was, Oh boy, that was great. And, and I think he handled that beautifully. I think the show and the writers handled that moment beautifully. They couldn't have done a better job with that. And he couldn't have had a better person for it. I think then his monologue was great. I loved it. Monologue was Best great. set I've, I've, I've ever thought that right. I loved Ray that story. set. Love yes. that set. I laughed my ass off. That was so good. And then, and it just started just. Okay. Okay. Well, I say it was good. good. There's no doubt. The I Taylor went, Swift. I didn't even Football. see her. Oh. What was that? She popped on to introduce um, Ice Spice. See, I didn't see any of that. I, it, it doesn't, okay. they don't have it on Peacock anymore. All, I, what I would say is good was Please Don't Destroy and then the Pete song, the the Pete mm. Energy, the, the, the Ken, the, 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 the Ken I'm parody. just Ken. Or I'm, I'm just, just Pete. Pete. That was good. Yeah. 
everything else well, was you know right. why? Because I mean, those were pre-recorded. I, here's what. Here's the craziest thing. To All me. the live sketches sucked. It was crazy. Why did they do nothing? Maybe it was the cold open that they canceled. Why did they do nothing about the writer strike or AI? You just your writers were on strike nothing. for seven months. You didn't do anything about seven AI. Seven months. You didn't do. They anything didn't have a bunch of shit strike? pin up about that, or about the strikes, or about how they were bored for the last seven months and desperate for work. Why weren't they talking? There's so many other things going on in their lives specifically and in the world. What are we doing? They could have been like, here's what our life was like for the past seven months as, as un, un, unemployed writers in New York. That would have been a great strike. Maybe it was the cold open. A, a great know, strike. A great, a, a great sketch. Yeah. It, uh, I, I don't know. What was the I, one I about it. the fucking... Oh, I hated it. Even Weekend Update was bad. I And I love Weekend Update. It is... That is my favorite thing. Sometimes I, I just fast forward to that and I'll watch that first and then I'll go back and watch the whole show. It's always been my favorite thing on the show. I was like, what are we doing right now? What are we doing? And then Pete it's, didn't even do a, a desk spot, a desk um, piece. His his desk pieces were my favorite thing when he was a cast member. I think something What happened. are we doing? I think, I think they all had diarrhea well, or uh, they had I diarrhea. don't know. Maybe, maybe some of the writers. Brainworms. I don't know. It felt like they wrote it an hour before. That and, and granted, I guess the only thing. So I, I will say I will give everybody a, a a pass for this in this week because obviously the horrors yeah. that are happening in Gaza and Israel. And I, I know lots of the, the cast and the writers are Jewish, and I'm sure that that is probably what played into just everyone's just mentality. I mean, it's it's you know, and their feelings and maybe they weren't given it their all and all of that. But boy, oh boy, I would have just, I, I, I don't, it, I don't, I don't know, man. So I have to give them that. I mean, maybe, maybe that was it, but that was, it was, those were bad sketches. And I never say this about the show. That one where that kid, where he, kid that Andrew Dismukes, which by the way, just, ugh, it just was so unfunny. Which one? Wait, the bar it was one? was buried under the sand. How about the, oh, bar, the bar one? Didn't even talk about the bar one, about the feet pics and the butthole pics. Uh, what I, are we, I, what were I we was going, doing? I was like, is this like a meta? Is this like a comment on, on like MLM or? <laughs> it just, it was so, it was so bad. You can't blame it on Pete. No, the worst one was the the space one. Yeah. They were in outer space, and Bo I and Yang comes like in, and he's, I'm Marley. I used to work here. I used that to work funny, here. That was Mar- a funny it, premise. The concept funny is premise. funny. The concept was funny. They did not. They did not sell it. So much more could have been done with that. I think everyone had diarrhea, and uh, <laughs> I think you're right. I think everyone had diarrhea. <laughs> And they just, but they got it all like as the show started and they couldn't do the act outs as hard as they wanted to. Cause it would have released. Sure. Sure. Oh, the Delta, the, the wired, like answering the. Oh yeah. The they just kept saying over and over that the one guy was the guy who shit on Delta. I was like, we got it. We got, we got it. Uh-huh. 
I thought it was going to say another thing or another thing. I thought they were just going to keep putting everything on him. That would have been funny. Like a, a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. But they, they just, I was like, oh my God, are we done? And I've never feel this way. I hate it. Am I, I hate it. So I have to give them that. I think I'm just going to say it's because of the horrors that are happening in the world right now. And that's what it was. And it was hard to do. A, it was hard to do a show, a live show after that. Dude, after seven, even that though, even saying that, like, were there not better sketches that they had been writing over the last seven months? Why did you not do a, a writer's strike? Sketch. Uh, sketch. Like, like being on uh, picketing. God, that would be so funny. Or an AI. How are you not doing an Just AI sketch? An AI. A whole AI sketch would have been so great. But maybe next like, week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. I don't um, know. Interesting. No, man. Fun, but you got it. Okay, but nothing. Nothing's worse than the than the musical guest. Nothing on this show. Think of the worst sketch that came out this past. Nothing is as bad as Ice Spice. And if I start public beef with Ice Spice, that I will. I'll give it to her. She's hot. She's got a great ass. Congrats all around. Just good job on on you. Uh, but uh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. I, I I can't. I desperately need you to watch it. Like immediately. I think I think music kind of sucks right now. Anyways, I think uh, yeah. maybe I've been hanging out with with older people too much, but it's just shit. And um, you know, there's few. It's the same way comedy. Most comedy is shit right now because it's all flooded with every other person on the planet thinks that they're a fucking entertainer. That's why. It's the same reason. There's just, we're flooded with too much shit. And so it's hard to like, it's hard for the cream to rise to the top because you're just like, everywhere you look is just the next, you know, they, they, they started a fucking, they, they just started five minutes ago. And now you have to see their shit instead of where it used to be, where you used to have to work quietly with your nose down and try, 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 try for several years. And then by the time people saw you, you were like, holy shit. And you thought they were overnight sensation, but realized they've been doing this for 10 years quietly and they've been killing and they've honed their craft. And now you see that's how it used to be is you didn't see things until they were way better. Now we're seeing shit half done all the time. Because you have to push shit out there all the time. That it, and it's it's not anybody's fault except for that's just the way the world works right now. I mean, the, the internet is just like, it's just like, give me, feed me content, feed me content. So, and it's just the cockiness of people saying, oh, you can do it. I can do it. And then they just do it. And you're like, you should have hired Even, somebody, practiced, yeah. taken a lesson. Have you, maybe. did you hear, I was so excited for that, that, um, uh, the Stallion Cardi B collab for that show Bongos. And Bongos? then I heard it. Have you heard it? Dude, it's so It's bad. grown on me. I don't All know if it's grown on me or if I just bong, love... Bongo, bongos. And then it's like... And then it's just... It's puns and metaphors about what a big ass is. Uh, or, and about buttholes and uh, vaginas. And I'm like, dude... Yeah. Are we gonna... Is anyone just gonna go, hey, guys, I think we saw stuff. It's kind of bad. It's kind of shitty. But here's it's- here's why I'm here's why I think I've tricked myself into liking that song is because I've watched the music video like twenty times. That's gorgeous. And the no, I music know that's video gorgeous. is so good 
that I yeah. think it's tricked my brain into thinking that the song is good because I haven't listened to the song just by itself, but I'm obsessed with that music video. The colors, the the cinematography, the girls, they look, oh my God. I mean, the, the yeah. goddesses. That's, they don't even look like real human fun. beings. Yeah, that's but fun. The video's great. Fun. Song, I, ah, song is probably not great by itself. It's I, not good. Yeah. But, well, back to Ice Spice's performance. The performance was horrible, and the sing and the songs are bad. Both of them. I, I feel like she wouldn't be famous if she out. didn't have if she didn't have something good. I, I mean, I guess she's got some good hits, but I didn't see them. I didn't know what they were. And this is not even me being like an old lady or something. I get it. I like shit like that. I, I'm all about a new whatever, and I like a lot of that music. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. This has got some shit. This has got something to it. It's got to have a beat or you've got to be a really good performer or something. But what the fuck was that? Yeah. It's you got to watch it. Uh, okay. I I'll watch it. We have to get into your conversation in Florida real quick before we do. I just, I know oh. I promised I two, two minutes, two seconds. Beyonce went to okay. Taylor Swift's premiere. Oh, that's right. Women supporting women. I appreciate it. I loved it. She dressed down. She dressed in all black to say, this isn't, this isn't my show. I'm not going to make it about me. Um, yeah. And she's like, we're two females on top of the entertainment world right now. And there is no, we can celebrate each other and we don't, the world doesn't have to pit us against each other anymore. That's and right. I loved it. And that's all I'll say. That's about beautiful. It. Thank you. No, I think it's a beautiful moment. And yeah, man, as much as I've shit talked Taylor Swift on this podcast, um, I, as people, if, if anyone listens regularly, probably have noticed that, that, has slowly gone away. I've still, she's still not my musical favorite. I do like that Midnight's album. She's still not my favorite. I'm not going to go to her first for stuff, but I, uh, I'm getting it. I'm paying attention. I'm watching it, dude. She's literally her and Beyonce have the whole, well, Taylor specifically again, has the economy, the, the, the world's economy in her hands. Like she mm-hmm. controls it. She's more important than the Dow Jones. What so, if that's if she the, kind of put Ice Spice on the map right now? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she was on the map before, but she Taylor collaborated with her, and I hope that Taylor, everything Taylor puts her hands on turns to gold, gold, gold. So I hope that at that SNL, because then Taylor and uh, Travis Kelsey went to the after party together for SNL. Mm-hmm. They were holding hands and kissing. It was very cute. Why? And Why they was went that together. Not a sketch? Why was Taylor and Travis Kelsey not a sketch? Or, or, or something They brought them into similar. Ta- they had Taylor. They did the one, the football commentator sketch, where Keenan was. Uh, yeah, oh, but that's Keenan, Deion Sanders. That has nothing show. to do with. No, 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 no. Travis that was his desk and- piece. No. The first sketch that happened after uh, Pete's monologue was the f- five commentators sitting around the table, and they were supposed to be talking about football for the weekend. And it was Keenan and Mikey Day and. Oh my God, that's not even on Peacock. What did you even watch the show? I watched on Peacock I and I saw every single moment of the show. This one was the this was a good sketch. This was a good sketch because it was Keenan's character was kept trying to bring it back to football, and then the guys, the other three commentators, kept bringing it back to Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. and it was very funny. And then at the end, they were like, "Let's let's go to the field." And then they go to the field, and it's Pete Davidson, and he's supposed to be a, um, a field correspondent, and he's in all Taylor. Alpha, he's got like a, a pink cowboy hat and all yeah. this stuff. And he's so, he's got the bracelets and he's like, he's there for the football game, but he's dressed for Taylor. That was very funny. Then they go back to the field and it's Travis Kelsey. 
and people lose their damn mind. So he did a very quick, oh. super quick cameo. Because, you know, he hosted one episode this past yeah. this season earlier, right before the strike. And then um, and then she made that very quick, super quick cameo to introduce Ice Spice. But here's what I'm hoping. Everything she touches turns to gold. We all know that. She's got a magic. She's, she's, she's magic. So maybe she saw how horrible those two performances were. And maybe she said, told her people to tell Ice Spice's people, I'm here to offer you some shit. I want to offer you some production help or some, yeah. some mentoring or some, some, if you want it, I got a team. I got billions of dollars. What do you want to do? What's your dream? Cause we can pump this up. We can make this better. You've got some talent. Let's do something with it. Because what in the absolute fuck was that out there? Maybe she'll do that. Maybe she'll do that. And then Maybe Ice Spice will be will. the biggest fucking thing. She'll be the next Beyonce. Maybe. Good things can happen for being around Taylor Swift, from what I see. Right. She's been touched by Taylor. Maybe she needs Taylor to lay hands on instead of just tip-tapping. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, We don't even have to get to these conversations. Just imagine, just here's the thing. We we won't even get into it because it's not even that important, and I can save it for next meetings. But um, just imagine what conversations with two elderly men back-to-back about comedy sound like. Just imagine uh, that. And that's what I had to deal with. It's just that oh, and then things come up like, why is it that there's no good female comedian? I, 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 my I, brain, I got it this weekend too. What, it, Sometimes you get it from women and you're I, like, oh, you're brainwashed. Oh, yeah. And an idiot. You're, you're, you've never. As much. You've never thought as much for yourself beyond what, what do I think? What what things can I do in this world that will get me accepted by men? Is it, I look at women like that when they come up to me. I got it. We were all There's a lot of Burbank. I was standing next to Spade, and there were two people that were at the show at Sacramento, and a woman and her husband came up, and she comes up to me. She goes, I usually, I hate female comics, but I liked you. Not a compliment. I have had that a billion times after shows. Not a compliment. And they're just Not fueling my anger. And, and also... And also, you sound I feel so bad for saying you. that. I feel bad yeah. for you for hating yourself that much. Self hate. You, That's exactly you hate what it yourself, is. and you see yourself in the world in the eyes of how men see you, and that sucks. And yep. I feel bad for you. And that's sad. That's sad. That's you can't sad. even cheer on your own because it's like we should all be trying to be Beyonce and and Swift in our lives. We should all be trying to lift each other up, hold each other up, give each other a chance. You know, give each other a chance to to succeed and support the others when they are trying their best. Okay, it's like right now. Yes, I'm gonna say it again. I spice. It was horrible. It was bad. I can't get over it. It was so bad. But I have hope that because it was so bad, she'll turn this ship around and she'll come back with something better. You know, I mean, I'm still here for it. I'm here for it. I might follow the bitch on the Instagram just to be another supporter in her team. I want to be, I want to support women. I want to, right. even if they did the worst thing I've ever seen on SNL. Uh, and I think most, uh, honestly, because men are so, uh, it does feel like this. I'm going to put it in a box because they're so conditioned to real. I was even, when I was watching SNL and, and all of a sudden uh, at the end of that desk piece, that Keenan is Deion Sanders, and he goes, mm-hmm. 
he's talking about how when he came on as a musical guest and he goes, I was the best musical guest. Mm-hmm. And then Colin just starts yeah. quoting other famous musical guests on, on SNL. Yeah. Did you notice yeah. not one was female? Of course not. He named six. Not one was female. Yeah. Yeah, and he men, said Rolling Stones, he said, yeah. Uh, Prince. It, David I mean, Bowie, Prince. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, one was. But they no, don't even uh, think about it because in men's minds, men are default. Men yeah, are yeah, default. Men are default. So they can't, when, as, soon as, the, as soon as a woman gets on stage, it's it's an uphill battle because they're like, mm-hmm. uh, she's she's not, she's, we've already, we've already rolled our eyes. We've already uh, metaphorically rolled our eyes at her metaphorically yeah you know what i'm saying like it is a, it uh, is an uphill battle don't respect, from the time we, we start don't res- yep. we, we we don't respect their opinions what they talk about yep. is beneath us what we how they yep. think is beneath us and so and um so if well, I, or, if my or, fucking comedy is just for women then my comedy is just for women and i'm okay with that but like can not you even not- beneath us not even just beneath us now i want to add to this is it's also they think it doesn't repeal that, that it doesn't apply to them right yes Oh, well, I'm not a woman, so anything you have to say does not apply to me. As if we haven't consumed all male content our whole lives, mostly male content, and we've been able to, we've had to put ourselves in those shoes and put ourselves in male character shoes, put ourselves in male comedian shoes. As if I didn't used to guffaw laughing at uh, all of Louis C.K.'s jokes about how horrible women are. I, I laughed because I'm like, oh, that's a well written joke. It's a funny joke, not knowing right. that he was a predator. But. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah, yeah, I get the, it's the same damn conversations. And then you go, well, then I guess just so it's fine. It. And I will hopefully, you know, uh, as we watch best selling and enjoy her, um, maybe That's our right. shit is, is I, I think women are, um, most, most women, um, are open and mature enough to appreciate it. While other people I'm can't even, so. they can't even, uh, it's a woman speaking. I can't, I can't, right. it can't, it, it doesn't compute in my brain. Yeah. I, and I'm just hoping the younger generations too, or I, I think it's getting better and better with each generation. I mean, there's always going to be self-hate, you know, and, but we got to hold each other up. We got to support each other and be each other's fans because we got to know that that like you said it's an uphill battle from the beginning and we're already fighting half of the planet who just automatically wants to hate us or just sees us as a a sex object and then as soon as we're not that anymore then we are useless to them and we need to be sex objects that don't open our mouths right and if we have fallen out of that category for them to for who they want to jerk off to and and we open our mouths and have opinions we might as well be put down might as well be yeah, taken down to the vet. Right. And then their first, yeah. they hate it. And then their first comment about us is our appearance. Like that's. Always. Like that's. Always. You go, well, I'm richer, funnier, this smarter, is Catherine, richer I, than you. <laughs> but, yeah. you have, but you think you can put me down because a man with a gut has an opinion about my appearance. Yep. Um. So your, so your Florida shows went well. <laughs> I thought the shows were fun. Speaking of women, there were there, I did three shows. Uh, it was all female lineup, and this is how you know this is true: is I every time I got on stage, that all three shows um, before I did my hour, I said I said give it up for the three comics. It was different people on, yeah. on all three shows, but I listed them, made them cheer for them, and I said give it up for yourselves for realizing 
that there were all going to be women comics on stage and you're still here. Guys, you can use this for the whole rest of your year. Look, you can tell your woman, look what I did. I sat through four women complaining and I didn't get up not once. And I smiled and acted like I liked it the whole time. So give it up for yourselves. And they clap because they know, they know that that's true. The men are like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, fucking dumb bitches. But I'm doing this for her. I'm going to use this. I'm going to play this card for the rest. I don't have to do anything else for this bitch for the whole rest of the year. So they knew. They agree. And then she. Yeah, and she's gonna go agree. to that all girls show with me and and let yeah. me put yeah exactly bills. and it wasn't even advertised it, and I thought it was really cool that it wasn't even advertised as like a you know ladies night or all ladies women night. night yeah 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 so that was this good. show but, was um, different yeah it was good um, small club newer club I uh uh yeah it was it was cute and I got to spend one of the days on the beach so that was nice yay got to relax. Yeah. Okay. All right. You got well, some shows coming up you want to ad- advertise? Yes. Well, when this comes out. Oh, I think I'll, yeah. It's coming out on the 24th. If you're in New York, I will be at City Winery tonight. And then I've got a bunch of Texas shows coming up. St. Louis, another New York show for New York Comedy Fest, November 8th at Lord Beecham Theater. And then I'm filming my special in Louisville that Lace will be at uh, in December. Go to CatholicLifer.com for tickets. All right. I've got, uh, let's see, not much for the rest of October by the time this comes out because I'll be at my cousin's wedding. So we're having a bunch of fun in uh, stumbling around Savannah in a sequin gown, and I'm very excited about that. So you can see me there if you're in Savannah. Come find me on River Street. I will take whatever shot you buy for (laughs) me. And in November, two and a half weeks in Vegas, Closing out the year, hosting the America's Got Talent live residency. Very good show. Please come see it. It's the end of the second season um, doing the live show. I would love to see y'all out there. Come see me. And then in December, I will be a little all over the place. I'll be in Asheville. I'll be in Charleston. I'm adding a bunch of other uh, North Carolina dates to string with those Charleston dates. And then I'll be with Catherine Blanford, as she said on her album recording. Very excited about that. And then you can catch me December 29th at headlining the strand in Marietta, which honest to God is something I've been wanting to do for, hmm, I think my entire adulthood. So I am in love with that theater. It's a, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. I mean, I've been yeah. in Cobb County since I was 18, uh, off and on. And um, man, it's, uh, so go ahead and start buying those tickets if you're in the Atlanta area. I'm headlining the Strand, and it's like, like a, two days before my birthday. So December 29th, come see me there. Let's start selling those tickets. But yeah, busy, busy, busy uh, winter for the both of us. Find all of our tickets and shows and good stuff on lacelarby.com, katherineblanford.com. Keep listening to the podcast, share it with your friends, leave us reviews, and we will read them here on the podcast. And we've got a new interview coming up for you next week that we recorded in studio. You're going to love it. And we love each and every one of you. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby!
Go to your ready-made horse. That's all your good.